our first episode, and we're gonna go a SMR. What's that? I can't hear you. I wish you could hear that in the headphones. Oh, I can. Oh, this is good. That's my beard against the mic. You know, people, people like this shit. I got one for us. You ready? I'm ready. Wow, that's so stimulating. That's the sound of me wiping my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Liddy. All right, so the ASMR, that, that's probably not our thing. We should have did that longer. I think we did pretty good. Because that was fire. That was fire. Oh, there's there's some more AMSR. Oh, that's ice cubes on the whiskey touching his lips. <laughs> do you hear that? I do. <laughs> Lit. So what we got today? Um. Well, it only took us like seven hours to set up. Been here since... Uh, What's up, Hove? We'll see you over there. Oh, that's right. So today's pretty exciting. We are um, uh, first episode of ASMR. Yep. <laughs> that went good. Uh, we took some of the donations that we um, we got and we went and upgraded some of our gear. Pretty exciting uh, about that. Actually, really exciting. And um, you're actually not in my camera right now. Wow. You might want to scoot up there, Scooter. Scooter scooting. I didn't even think about Jesus. We are a bunch of rookies. Am I in there now? Am I in the shot? <sighs> I just don't care. They used to call me Scooter back in the day, back in high school. Mm-hmm. Scooter. That's what, yeah, that's what they called me in the streets, you know? Just Scooter? Yeah, just just Scooter. Did I say anything else? Uh, no, I just said Scooter. All right. Like, okay. All right. My bad. Um, nope, because that fucked it up. Ah. What's up, everybody? Got Calvin in here, my cousin Calvin. What's up? Some of your friends. You gotta. Um, I think you should share. Hey, so for everybody that's watching, this isn't us just uh, being weird nope, in it the is. room. That kind of is. Depend on your outlook on podcasts. But this is us going live while uh, also filming a podcast, which is gonna be dope. Episode seventeen. We're having some technical difficulties right so now. So many technical. I already fucked that video up. I restarted it though. I right, messed it <laughs> but up. But the audio is still good. I got I got audio separate recording from video, so it's good. I can just splice the uh, video together. All right. So what do we do? Um, nothing. Just keep going. Oh, uh, I'm trying to figure out how to share this. Um. Yeah, you push the share button. Yeah. I think it's that simple. Yeah. Thanks. I don't. Dad. I don't think Facebook has changed since last week. So you tagged me. Okay. How do I share this? I can't share it. I can't share a live stream. You're the worst. What's up, cuz? How's it going? Um. All right, so uh, we're having some technical difficulties right now, but yeah, this is terrible. we got a, a podcast called The Mid Watch, and um, we're gonna film episode 17 today. Yeah. As soon as we get through all these technical, uh, I mean, we're good. Advantages, disadvantages. Damn! Look at that hairline. Wow! Show the world. Wow! Look how bald I am. What the. F- God damn it. I hate myself. All right. So, yeah, uh, episode 17 of the Midwatch. Like I was saying before I messed up the camera and everything, um, we upgraded a little bit, upgraded some gear. We got uh, some uh, DIY studio lights that we built. We probably built like $100 studio lights for 30 bucks. Winning. Winning. And they actually yeah. work pretty damn good, I must say. We don't always glow like this. 
It's not. We, we just uh, got fancy production lights now. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> fancy ho- Lowe's production lights. What trying, else did we get? Um, and then we got a sweet webcam, 1080p recording, which looks great right now. I'm, I can't wait to upload it onto YouTube. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm pumped, man. Finally got everything we need really to have a good podcast. Well, we've always had a good podcast. Well, yeah, but like, like you know, like five years ago, just having an audio podcast would have been good. But nowadays, like, you, you got to have video. If you don't have video, you ain't got shit. True that. You know what I'm saying? So. I've heard that before. Really? Yeah. Actually, just like that. If you ain't got video, you ain't got shit. Really? Podcast world. <clears throat> well, I guess I'm smart. What can I say? Um, so, yeah. how was your week, man? Was, so, well, what's, what's going on in... Uh, well, before we jump into it there, Mr. Jumpy McJumperson. I'll be jumping. Oh, the no, headphones I'm... came out. Um let's you know tell the let's mean. tell the folks how they can uh Oh you know what I'm saying? Why don't you lead it up? See if you remember. Pop quiz. All right. So uh we want to thank everybody, like we said earlier, for the support. Um like I said, podcasting is kinda expensive and uh, we aren't asking to give a lot, but if you do want to support the podcast uh, you can reach out and make a small donation at paypal.me forward slash the midwatch. There you go. And uh, what kind of shirt do you have on there? Ooh, the shirt here? Yeah, that, that thing there. That thing here? That's called Bravo Zulu Co. I should... Bravo Zulu Co. What's that? Uh, it's a clothing company. It's your clothing company, isn't it? Uh, yeah. The one that pays for the majority of this podcast? Uh, yeah, that's it. So um, if you don't just feel like donating to us... And you want some sweet apparel, go and stop by bzgear.net. Link will be in the description. Both links for the PayPal and for BZ. It's actually on the, the TV right now. It's on the old telly. The bzgear.net. You ever heard the, the term boob tube? Uh, boob tube? I always thought that was a joke. Uh, my that dad was... My dad always called it the boob tube growing up. I wonder, I wonder. I have no idea. It, cathode ray tubes, do they kind of look like boobs? You ever heard of a cathode? Never in my life. That's uh, like your old projection TVs. The ones not I, projections. It like looked like old. an ottoman, but the projector was inside of it and it projected the TV. You ever had one of those? Oh uh, yeah, the floor TVs. No, it was like um, I'm not had, that young. It had the RGB lights, right? Yeah, red, green, blue. That's yeah, RGB. Okay, <laughs> got it. Tracking. But it, it looked like write that down. it was like a huge um. I don't, you know, like those huge, like flat screen TVs, like they're probably like a thousand pounds back in, back in the day. Yeah. But like the projector, it was what? at, it was an ottoman, but it shot the RGB like to the TV. Oh, I my, know what you're talking My about. aunt and uncle had one. You're talking old school, old school. Yeah, I'm going way back. Way, way, way back. Way heavy. Heavy <laughs> in history. <laughs> heavy. <laughs> yes. Um. But yeah, so the old boob tube. Man, that was good. That was good. Um, I'm glad they got rid of those. Yeah, so we're on a bigger and better thing. Fucking heavy. Even the old tube TVs were heavyish. They weren't heavy. They're just very awkward. All the weight was in the front, but you had that big ass back that stuck out. But all the yeah. weight was in the front with like the glass. Yeah, we used to always have to move them mm-hmm. upstairs, downstairs. Yep. I remember when we downstairs, used to downstairs, upstairs. We used to like me and my buddies when we were playing video games growing up. We'd always bring our TVs to each other's houses so we each had our own TV. And I think it was like a workout. Hire a moving crew. <laughs> yeah. Just like a little like twenty seven inch TV was freaking so heavy, <laughs> heavy, heavy. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
For y'all that don't know, that's uh, Tom's new phrase. <laughs> He's in the streets heavy. He podcasts heavy. 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 <laughs> but uh, I'm excited, man. I, I can't stop looking at this recording because of how good it looks. This yeah. webcam was only 80 bucks, and it's like... I mean, I'm sure if like I was like trying to record like you know like a school play with it, it probably wouldn't be that good. But like, ah, big different. Right, it looks good, man. For what we what we need it for, worth. Do the job. I'd pay a hundred bucks for this thing. So the one that's on the Facebook Live right now. Yeah, Facebook Live is just the uh, webcam from Brandon's laptop, but hooked up to my laptop, I have the webcam and and yep. all the audio production, video productions going on over, over, over here. It's heavy working over here. And that one. We plan on posting that. On the YouTubes. On the tube of YouTubes. This will be the first podcast on the YouTube This week. Bet. So, you guys, if you want to see the better quality, stay tuned. Coming up this week on YouTube, it's going to be heavy. Heavy. Heavy, heavy hitters. Right, wasn't that a, uh, that was a New York thing. You might not know about that. The heavy hitters. That was someone. That was like a group of DJs, I think. They're the heavy hitters. Yeah, I think they used it a lot. Yeah. There's barbershops. Like mixtapes. Um, I'm think inmates might have used it maybe <laughs> i don't know datpiff.com yeah man so how was your week it was good man long long huh long long and long it was a long hard week we had a three-day right we came back from three-day this week absolutely not oh see it must have blended in my weeks blend they know? do man it's just they so just... so monotonous working that damn building yeah it is Good old admin four, but we're um, almost out of there. Almost out of there. Almost out of there. We should talk about the ship a little bit. Well, not like the ship, but like ship life, since we're going to be switching to it here in a month Ooh. or so. Ooh, for the for the viewers, huh? Because it's going to be like a deployment, but attached to the pier. Since yeah, gonna, you know what I mean. It will be, kind of, sorta. So you're talking about how everybody's going to move on the ship. On the ship. Well, Everybody guess, comes to work right now. I nine guess to five. I guess it's not really like a deployment because you can leave. That's but the majority of the crew is either. Geo batching, you know, for, so they're away from their families. So that means they don't have a house. So mm-hmm. they will live on the ship, Guilty or they're E four and below. Live and on the ship. Live on the ship, or they're for some other reasons moving on the ship. Yep. Man, so I guess it'd be a really long duty day. Would be a better example. You gonna tell people you deployed to Pasagula? Yep. Long Pasagula, Mississippi. Three months next to the pier. It was rough. Yeah, probably one of the most arduous uh, deployments. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's going to be good. Yeah. I mean, honestly, other than that, treat it like a deployment, and then four months later, we that's home. when all the fun starts. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited about all that. But, um, yeah, this week, man, I don't know. I'm just ready for change. Ready for Brock to come back. I want some change. Brock. <laughs> Bring Brock back. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I know. Good wasn't, times. Wasn't that like a slogan or something? Change. I don't think. Oh, yeah. Change was a slogan. Yep. I don't think he was saying bring Brock back before he was in office. <laughs> Maybe the second term he might have. That would have been a good catchy phrase. What, bring Brock back? Yeah, just bring Brock back. Yeah. Make America great again. Bring Brock back. Yeah, man. <laughs> So, we're going to have to overcome some challenges when it comes to podcasting on the ship. We are, but I have faith. I said we do one right on the forecastle. Right on? Do you think, can we do that? We can mount a camera on the forecastle, the five inch. We'd have to talk to uh, uh, P- the PAO. That's it. P- 
public affairs officer? I know there's a a, uh, a YouTuber, Navy YouTuber guy. He's like an MA or something. He's on. Uh, he he's duty station is on. He's like on like the patrol boats that go out in the harbor and shit. Yeah, PCs. No, like the little like gunner boats that like ex- ah. escort the ships out and stuff. Okay, I'm but trying. um, heavy, heavy, heavily armored or not armored. Uh, a lot armed. of a lot of got armed. That it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, he got permission from like, his PAO to like he does like YouTube videos and shit like on the boat. So I know it's possible. It's definitely possible. I mean, it's not classified. Especially if we're out like the fucking flight deck or something. Yeah. Or the folks only you're saying. With yeah, a classroom. We just got to submit it. Make the captain watch every episode. That's fine. We get him on. Maybe the PAO watch every episode. There you go. Probably, he might He might be interested. He may be able to film for us. I mean. He can cut out all the classified stuff. Everything we're not supposed to put on there. Like what though? I don't know. If it's, if it's the same camera angle the whole time. Maybe we're loading up one round. He's going to have to point at the deck for a little bit. <laughs> flip it back up. Get back into the action. The classroom probably be a better option. <laughs> classroom would be boring. We'll see. We'll figure it out. There's there's a lot of places we could do it. Mestex. Mestex. That'd be cool. Yeah. It'd be cool to do on like the Mestex and um as like people just like walked in or something, like just yeah, come here. And just like Ooh. guest guest appearance. Shotgun everybody. Shotgun them. We could hit them with eleven general questions. Ooh. Heavy. Heavy. <laughs> I don't think they're ready. <laughs> Not at all. Um yeah, man. I, def- I I don't want it to be an excuse not to do the podcast because it's too easy. Yeah. And we're in the same duty section, so we have the same off days. Yep. You know I, I mean? There's no way I can get out of it. Yeah. Literally, it's going to be so hard to make up excuses to get out of it. Yep. You know? Got to be committed. Hey, I'm pot committed. That's what's up. I'm all in. I'm going in. Yeah, I know you finally. Especially since I spent my weekend money. $30. He is heavily, heavily invested. He spent a whole $30 hairs. Whole 30. That's a lot of money. It's good though. It's worth it though, man. We spent like 100 bucks today. Half of that was from donations. And I think it made it 10 times better. 10 times more marketable and 10 times better. Yeah. It's going to be exciting, man. The video is going to change the whole aspect of the podcast, mm-hmm. I believe. Because um, we get to see your pretty face on camera, and we get to show that to the world. Who is behind the Bravo Zulu or the, I will the, and mid-watch? always have a hat on due to this hairline. What hairline? <laughs> oh, kill him. Heavy. Heavy. <laughs> Heavy. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Um, my week was great. Thanks for asking. Oh, how was hey? How was uh, was your week good? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we talk about my week all the time. How was your week? Yeah, my week was awesome, man. That's good. Uh, tell me your favorite thing that happened, man. Favorite thing that happened this week? I found five dollars. Can't even make it up. Five dollars or five doll hairs? Five dollars. Where at? In my pockets. So, you know, I think it was Wednesday. Got off work. Put on some jeans, right? Mm-hmm. Dug in the pockets. Five dollars. Hmm. Highlight of the week. Were they washed? Was it like washed jeans? Yeah, of course. Like you talking about whitewash? Or are you talking about? Did I oh, put them in the wash? You're so feminine. Yeah. So was the five dollar bill all crinkled up? I made that all up. I didn't find five dollars. Wow. But I did have a good work week. So. Wow. Just gonna lie to the world like that. 
So that was straight. That was good. My bad. You don't deserve to be lied to, Tom. I feel lied to. <laughs> you really you really do, but you don't. You know what I mean? Nobody should be lied to. Absolutely not. Um, so yeah, man. How about this? This just this question just popped in my head. What do you think you'd be doing if you weren't in the Navy? Ooh, like right now, today, if I wasn't in the Navy? Yeah, sure. Oh, man. How much money do I have? Okay. I'm not saying, like, theoretically. I'm just saying, well, I guess it would be theoretic, theoretically. Yeah, but, like, like career-wise, like, what do you think you'd be doing job-wise? That's tough. Flipping that you weight? I never really think about getting out of the Navy. It's your institution. I don't know if that's a, that's a bad thing or if that's a good thing. But I, uh, I do a lot, but I just have ADD. Man, ideally, let's see. If I were not in the Navy right now, that's I would. That's really loud, whatever you're doing. I would. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I would find a way to just build houses on my own schedule. That's it. So you'd be a contractor? I'd be a con. No, because you have to contract contractors. That'd be called a subcontractor. Would it? You'd be the general well, contractor. I don't want to work for anybody. So you'd be the general contractor. Exactly. And you would hire subcontractors. And I would work when I wanted to work. <laughs> I would work for how long I wanted to work. I would quit when I wanted to quit. I would charge. You know, are you following me here? I am. There's a, there's a, running a common thing here with all these things. So you want to do nothing. I want to be free. <laughs> I want to do whatever I want, whenever I want. All right. That's not too much to ask, right? Maybe after retirement, I would. Well, that was a terrible answer. <laughs> Crush my my dreams. All right, flip it around. So you're out of the navy. Uh, it's not hypothetical, <laughs> but what would you be doing if you were out of the navy today? Oh, who me? Yeah, would you go to college? Uh, well, hopefully I'd be done with college by now. We all know that's a scam. <laughs> uh, yeah, hopefully I'd be done by college by now. If I didn't go to join the navy, I'd probably be done. I would have graduated college in 2012. Wow, a little slow, but okay, go ahead. That's four years after I graduated high school. Yep, and uh, you took summers off? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you chilled. I go to Cancun. Or okay. that's, that's spring How break. How long did they give you for a GI Bill, by the way? Unloaded now. Three years. It was 15 years. 36 months. But go ahead. Well, that's, one, that's, when you, taking your that's time once you start using it. Oh, so I was I was in the Navy, and then I got out. Or I was never in the Navy. No, I was just giving you, need, you, you, you need to clarify a question. figure for how long it I should take object. to get through college. I object. I don't think you can object. <laughs> this is a podcast. We we can talk about whatever. <laughs> you can disagree. So was I in the Navy no, or what? So, Jesus. You were never in the Navy. Never in the Navy. Never in the Navy. So then why would you bring up the GI Bill? Because I was saying you were taking too long to get through college. If you're taking four years, you're taking too long. That was exactly four years, 2012. I graduated high school in 2008. Count with me, ready? So what do you want to do? You want to just <laughs> <laughs> you want to just spend time in college? That's it? No. What would you like to do? What would I be doing? I would probably be some sort of... Um, I would own a lot of little things. I've always liked You'd be that. be an entrepreneur. Yes, but not like a Mark Zuckerberg where it just came up with a really good idea. I'd own like... You know, I would do like my DJing thing. I would own like two or three houses I rented out. I would, you know what I mean? A lot of little things. I don't know. What else do they call that? I think they just call it a hustler. 
Yeah. Does that have like a, I don't know, like a proper it's, it's term? A, you're a jack of many trades and master of none. I'm a very, I'm a very big fan of that saying. That'd be dope. That'd be fun. That's why, like, like I've had such like a wide variety of like jobs, but you learn so much from each one that you can kind of bring to the other. I think that's so much better than just being good at one job, especially in today's day and age, man. Well, yeah, especially if you're t- talking about money, the flow of money. So have more than one some income. things could flow in faster than others. Yeah, and not rely and not relying on one flow. And God forbid you get fired. Exactly. And then you got no money. Exactly. I, I guess that's kind of where I was going with the contracting thing. The because uh, then I could flip them, I could rent them out, I could, you know, fix things. Mm-hmm. Definitely real estate. Real estate's always a great freaking. I have a buddy who's going to come to the reenlistment. If you overheard me and my sister talking earlier, commissioning. Um, what did I say? Reenlistment. Oh yeah, to the commissioning. Um, he's huge into. Uh, I played paintball with him for years. Um, he moved down to Florida and got into real estate, and uh, he's killing it now. Like really, he has like five rental properties, and he's a broker. He has like a hundred and something realtors under him. Now he's like, I was talking to him yesterday. He's like pitching, uh, he's pitching to like hedge funds now to put their money into like real estate and stuff. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. He's doing really, he's doing big things. It's wild. It's very, uh, ahead of the curve. Feels like. Did the real estate thing and now he's pitching it to hedge fund. When we were growing up, we used to always talk about, um, uh, getting into real estate and, uh, buying matching Lotuses. You ever seen those cars? Lotuses? Little small two door thing. Yeah, we were like, we that was like our thing we always talked about growing up. <laughs> Damn, I he, hope he still buys you your Lotus. He went into real estate. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's all right though. He followed through. I didn't. Wow, man, that's cool. So, before the Navy, is that uh, is that a hobby of yours? The dreaming, yes. <laughs> DJ. So you said DJing. Yeah. So what go. hobbies did you have before the Navy? I had That'll probably dictate what what you'll do in the future. So, I, mean, I had a ton of hobbies. I mean, my occupation was a DJ, but I also my dad got me into the plumbers union. I was a I got up to second year apprentice. Um, I was huge into paintball. I was huge into gaming. I'm weird. Like I'll find a new hobby. My buddy Ray, my best friend Ray, um. The one I told you does like the YouTube video games, all that now. He uh, he always makes fun of me because whenever I find like a new hobby, I just go like one thousand. Th- I'll drop like all my money. Like I go ham. Yeah. I I can never. It's almost like podcast. <laughs> I can never just have a hobby. Like whenever I do something, I have to do it the best it can possibly be done, and then I'll always have to do it at the highest level it could be done. So like, normally like for paintball, for instance, right? Like normally, whenever people get into it, especially back in like the early 2000s, like I got my first paintball gun in 2001. Um, normally, like people will actually have a really cool story. You have a minute? I'll tell you a cool story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just about to roll out. But, you know, I'll, I'll stick around for a friend to hear a story, I guess. So h- how I got into paintball is a really, really cool story. And it's created a ton of lifetime long friends that I still rely on to this day. Um, that the kid being the kid, Ryan, uh, Ryan being one of them. I won't say his last name, but the real estate kid. 
Um, so I had uh, just got internet, AOL, right? Dial up from Walmart. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember where the hell I got it from. And um, I I just got my first computer, and then I got we got dial up. And um, you remember Kazaa? The like that was the internet, right? Well, that was like the illegal downloading music thing. It was like uh, it was like before Frostwire and all that. Yeah, it was yeah, called yeah. like Kazaa, Kazoo, Kazaa. I think it was. And at the time, Lincoln Park was like huge. Lincoln Park was like the big brand, uh, the big band. So I was trying to download <clears throat> all the Lincoln Park, uh, all the Lincoln Park songs, and uh, the discography. Um, and I guess I mean I was young. I didn't know what the hell I was doing with computers. I guess I downloaded like a video by accident. And I hate it when that happens. <laughs> so I always watch them. You know, it took like six hours for the, you know, one freaking megabyte video to download. And uh, I open it up and it's, it's a paintball video with Linkin Park as the soundtrack. And I was like, what the hell is this? Like, it was, it was like, it, like I'd never seen it before in my life. It like intrigued the hell out of me. So I went on uh, AskJeeves.com. <laughs> Ooh, solid. Throwback. Um, and, uh, and I searched paintball and I found out there's a paintball store right down the road from me. It's called Murdering Paintball. How old were you? This was sixth grade. So 11. Um, 2001, I was 11. Um, mm. so I hopped on my little bicycle. That was the, the, the mode of transportation before Ubers. Oh yeah. And, uh, Better than Uber. I, I rode my, uh, rode my bike down to murdering paintball. It was right by the beach. It was like a block in from the beach. Went in there, met this guy, Chris. Um, his wife was actually from Sweden, which is a pretty funny, uh, coincidence down the road because my wife's Swedish. Ah. Um, and it was like uh, it was a paintball store, and then there was like a uh, this kid um, who also lived in my block, worked there. He was like in high school at the time. He was like five six years ahead of me. So you ran that block. Uh, that was your block. It was fun, man. I don't know. I don't know if that's how you grew up, but like all the kids who lived in the same block like always hung out together. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Of course, we ran the neighborhood. Like the way you found out where everyone was was just you look for the yard with all the bikes in it. Yep, <laughs> all the little BMX bikes. Um. So he like he worked there. So I was like, oh my god! Like I was like, what's up? You know, and and it turned to a thing where every day after school, I would just drive my bike there and hang out till closing. It was like a like it was it was a business. It was, it was a paintball store, but it was like a little mini family too. At the same time, it was cool. And he used to like uh, the the guy Chris, the owner. He used to like once like they gave me like a nickname. They called me like little gangster because I you know I I dressed <laughs> <laughs> I, I dressed that way. Um, and uh, he used to like at the end of the day when they were closing, because I would literally hang out from the day from the minute school ended. I'd run my like right there, and I would I would be there till like seven, eight o'clock at night when they closed. And he used to like give me the trash at the end of the night. I'd go throw the trash out in the dumpster. He'd give me like a bag of paintballs, and I hung out there. And I didn't even I didn't even play paintball. I just hung out there. And that's like how I got introduced into the community of paintball. Yeah. And then uh, that Christmas, that happened like during the summertime. Um. That Christmas, uh, I I finally asked for like paintball gear, and I got a, a Murder Inc. BKO, which was like a it was like a five hundred dollar gun at the time, which was like you know crazy expensive, and and it was a speedball it was a speedball gun. And where I was getting at this whole story is going back to how I always do things like a thousand percent as soon as I get into them. Normally, when people get into paintball, you go get like a Tipman ninety eight from like Sports Authority or something. Oh yeah, and then like you go like playing with the hopper and everything. With, yeah, and then you like go playing like in the woods, and then like normally the normal progression would be you'd eventually get into like speedball and tournament paintball, and then like 
go that route, kind of come out of the woods and go into speedball. But like I just went right to like the speedball. It you know, tore you up. Didn't it, it? Um, I I would get destroyed. Lit your butt up. But it made me really good in the long run. But uh, every everything I did was always like that. Video gaming, same thing. I could I could tell you another long ass story about video games, but I won't. But what started you on video games? What game was it? Halo. Um, I would say the way that I currently play video games, Halo got me into that. Um, Halo was big. Halo was huge. Halo was everybody's childhood. I feel like the majority of them. Yeah, man. There was a thing called Xbox Connect back in the day. Not like the Xbox Connect now with the like the camera, but it was oh, a familiar. That's was, how you hook the Xboxes up. Yeah, it was a program on the computer. People would make like servers. So it was the way because Halo One wasn't on Xbox Live. Xbox Live wasn't a thing when Halo One came out. Yeah. So you would hook up the system link to your computer, and then you could join the server on your computer, and then the server would pop up on the system link. So that's that's, that's how you played Halo One like online. And then I got into tournament tournaments and things like that, traveling all around. And then eventually in high school, I got to a point where I was traveling for video games, and for Halo and for paintball. So damn, that's the life as a kid. How old were you? That was I mean, in high school? Yeah, in high school. I, you were still I, able to travel in high school? I started playing pro pro paintball events. I was on a pro team when I was a sophomore in high school. They pay money to play paintball? Back then, no. So back then, it, back then, it was all like free free gear, free travel, free paint at events. Did you travel on a bus or did you get like uh, plane tickets? Airfare or... or Mainly air for airfare, or if it was like a closer event, like on the Northeast, we would just all drive there. And but our hotel would still be paid for and stuff like that. Yeah, but the, I mean that's still good. The paint was the most because as a team, especially if you made it to like finals, if you made it to Sunday, um, you would shoot. I think the most paint that we shot at an event was probably a hundred cases of paint, and a case of paint's like fifty bucks. 60 bucks. Damn. And it was all free. Mm-hmm. All paid for. That's way cooler than what I did. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah, at our practices, we would they would just have a pallet of paint waiting for us. Pallet of like 50 cases of paint just every Sunday waiting for us to practice and stuff. That's wild, man. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's a cool story, man. But, it, I mean, now it does nothing for me. Besides my knees. My knees are shut. <laughs> <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> Top Betty sucked. They would just cap, cap them in the knees every time. Well, it's from diving. So, like, paintball, like, it's just like any other sport. Same with gaming. Like, there's position. Like, in Halo, uh, there was positions that players would play. In Call of Duty, like, pro Call of Duty, which is big now, like, you have, like, your AR players. You have your sub players. Like, people who are good with assault rifles. People who are good with, like, submachine guns. Yeah. And you have, like, different... There's different... Uh, things that you have to do like for halo for instance um halo 2 kind of started the scene for like first person shooter esports <clears throat> like i was a, i was a so you had teams of four i was a support player most teams would be um you'd have two slayers a support player and then an objective player so your objective player would be the one who would mainly grab the flag grab the bomb things like that who wasn't probably like the best slayer didn't have the best mechanics um, but was smart as far as objectives, like how to run the flag, like which routes to run the flag, things like that. Mm. Then you have your that would have been me. You have your support player, which was me, where 
my sole job was to make sure everyone on my team knew where everyone on the other team was. I'd be constantly be calling out, constantly yelling. Um, I wouldn't go for headshots. I would only go for body shots. So my job was to get the guys as weak as possible and let everyone else on my team know where they were. And then the main, the slayers, their sole job was to just go around and finish those dudes off because they would have no shield. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. So they, you guys still do that? Or no, uh, I mean, really. I I don't I don't play at that level anymore. I mean, I'm still compete like I'm still competing, but like my generation of gamers, I mean, I can even say our generation because we're the same age group. People our age that got into it then in the early 2000s paved the way for what it is today. If it wasn't for the passion that our generation brought to that, because we didn't, they didn't, we didn't get paid shit. We got paid nothing. Most of the time, we came out of pocket. At the time, like, a lot of the owners of teams were, like, shysty people. Like, it, it was a very sketchy atmosphere because it wasn't regulated yet. You know what I mean? Um, but it definitely paved the way to make it what it is now where people are getting paid six-figure salaries easy. Man. On top, I, change, on I want to change my answer. <laughs> if I could not be in the Navy now, <laughs> I would just play video games all day and get paid to do it. And there's different, there's like, there's even different routes you can take now. Like you can just do, you can just be like a content creator where you're not professional. You don't play in tournaments and stuff, but you just stream all day. You're, you're more of a, um, you're more of just like a personality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you make your YouTube that videos, stuff like that. Exactly. You're, it's more interactive or you have your competitors who really don't have time to stream. Cause you now in order to be pro, you have to be able to scrim like eight to 12 hours a day. To stay on top. Uh, that would have to be your job, yeah. Yeah. Every because it's day. not, again, in our generation, it was a weekend thing, nighttime thing after your college classes. Now, if you don't do it full time, you don't have a shot in hell. There's actually, there's a funny YouTube video I actually watched last night. Um, so, FaZe is one of, like, these big YouTube, or this big uh, gaming organizations. They have, a, they have a pro team in a lot of different games. Same kind of thing. They grew up in our generation. And they always tell stories about, like, how the parents were, like, sketchy about them going, like, flying across the country to go to, like, this video game event and, like, stuff like that. And now the dude's, um, you know, now he's, like, a multi-millionaire. And now the dude's little sister has a huge YouTube presence because it's all who you know kind of thing because of who her brother is. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's, like, she's a sophomore in high school and she's, like, 500,000 YouTube subscribers. Jesus. For, for, like, her dumb, like, little YouTube videos that she makes. Like, you can totally tell that she's just piggybacking off of, like, her brother. Right, but now the parents let her drop it not drop out of high school, but do like a uh, like a, a like broad like kind of deal, like a high school from home kind of thing, yeah. so she can focus on like YouTube. Yeah, but like he was like, if "Your daughter's what, making more he money was like, than you are." When I wanted to do it, like it, like you know, they they took away like the Xbox controller, like you know what I mean, like. But now that it's so mainstream now, because of like our generation, like it's yeah, our generation paved the way, man. Yeah. I remember that. Even talking to people online was. You know, new to people, yeah. gaming. Mm-hmm. You know, especially parents, because yeah. text messaging wasn't around. Right. You didn't have FaceTime. You didn't have any of those things that everybody became so familiar with now. Mm-hmm. But like, it's it's weird, man. Like that was just ten years. Well, probably a little bit more than ten years ago. Yeah, I'd say about 10. actually it's fifteen. Halo was Halo came out. Halo three was about uh, ten years ago. November. Yeah, Halo two came out November 9th, two thousand four. 
Yeah. So that was 15 years ago now. Holy shit. You have that off the top of your head. He did not look that up, by, by the way. <laughs> that was off the top of your dome piece. Um, heavy. 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 So that was, yeah, that was 15 years ago. But look at how far like we've come in 15 years. It's like back then it was weird to go meet people that you met on Xbox Live to now we're getting in some stranger's car that an app sent to us, like Uber. You know what I mean? Like it's weird, and that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I have weirdos, strangers delivering me food delivering all the time. Food. That was my first time. With yeah, the, I know. Uh, Grub, uh, what was it? Grubhub. Grubhub. Uber. Uber Hub. This isn't a paid advertisement, but <laughs> yeah, crazy. Crazy. Uber's man. crazy. You hear about those people getting murdered on Uber? Yeah, that's why I, I don't do it. It's it's a few. I imagine it's only about oh, just about twenty five out of millions. Oh. Yeah, I mean, there's a chance you're gonna get murdered, stay so strapping. why not? Just stay strapped. Yeah, you'll be fine. Okay, not a big deal. Yep, no problem. When they have like weird gas in the back seat, connect to a button in the driver's seat, they g- gas you to death. <laughs> yeah, the, the cylinder in the back, the <laughs> the gas cylinder. I don't know about you, but I'm just gonna turn that off. <laughs> hey, Mike, you left your gas on back here. <laughs> Sorry, I noticed the fumes were a little strong when I got in. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's okay. But, yeah, man. Oh, man. What a life, though. Can you what imagine being an Uber driver? Would you do it? Absolutely not. I, no, hate, I, I hate driving. If I think if, uh, if I wanted extra money, I would be an Uber driver in a popular city. We have this guy uh, back home when I was DJing. His name was Mo Cabby. That was, like, his name. I don't know if his real name was Mo, but his like his like social media presence, I guess, or if you want to call it, was Mo Cabby. And he like bought like one of like those mini buses. And oh, that's lit. he would come it was actually it was kinda of like a safe ride, actually, is what it was. He would go park outside the bar after the bar let out and he would just drive people home. And like he would just For free. Yeah. Well actually I don't know if he got paid. I honestly don't know how he did it, but he was like a he was like a safe ride for civilians. But, like, it was like a party bus. So you, yeah. could, you could, like, continue the party, like, on your way home. How far was the house as well? They were close? It was, like, where, I mean, wherever you lived, he would drive you. I don't think he had, like, a limit. He would just, like, first people to fill up the bus, and then you just, like, went. That would be awesome. Yeah. It was, it was really cool. I never used them personally, but it was pretty cool. It's a cool idea. I like it. Mo Cabby. I'll never forget that. <clears throat> they should have it just like those carpool spots. Except for you don't hop in your car afterwards. You see the that new thing in, uh, I think it's in cities all over the place, like those little scooters now. You just, yeah. You just like leave them, and then you have to like use like an app to like activate it or something, and then you just you can just go where you need to go, and then you just like leave it on the corner. I have seen that. My buddy in Denver rides those. Really? Yeah, Denver has them. I think L.A. has them. I know. Uh, San Diego. I know Dallas has them because that's where the, the guy I watch on YouTube does it, and he lives in Dallas. So, Dude, we should go to Dallas. I love, Not for the scooters, but. I love Texas, man. Yeah, that's kind of like those bikes. They had those lift bikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, uh, I'm waiting for the damn Ferraris to come out. I know. Just <laughs> borrow a Ferrari, ride it around, park it, <laughs> put gas in it. And then, you know, next person hops in their Ferrari. Well, we had the the fun, the city bikes is what uh they had in New York City, but it was it was like the bank city, like at CITI. They yeah, called yeah. like city banks. But you could only have them for like a half hour. So you'd like get on and like just be joyriding through New York City 
and then you'd be like, oh shit, like, and then you have like two minutes to like go find like a bike rack. Oh, that sucks. Me and my uh, DC has those too, but instead of putting it back, they just charge you every thirty minutes. Oh really? Yeah. So uh, you think it's cool, and then all of a sudden you got like a thirty dollar bike fare. Oh shit! And your credit card. Yeah, me and we went heavy, <laughs> heavy fees, heavy fees. <laughs> oh man, that's good stuff. Yeah. So we yeah. need to think of our own. Our own. Obviously, life. Ferraris is a little much of a stretch. Somewhere in between Ferraris and scooters, we create one and we bring it to Jacksonville. Mini bikes. (laughs) (laughs) Mini bikes. Did you ever build mini bikes when you were a kid with like a lawnmower engine? I did. I did, man. I, uh, man, I learned a lot. Let's see. I got shocked one time. Oh, that's good. Playing with the, uh, the spark plug. Mm. Yep. Did you lick it? Uh, my kill switch was broke, mm. so I decided to just keep pulling the spark plug every time. It's a good band. Eh, it worked till I got shocked. Thought I cut my hand off in the flywheel. Uh, I had a go-pad. Remember, uh, those Everybody th- know what a go-pad was? Those things were cool. Did you have? I remember we had dudes in my in my. Uh, actually, that dude. Remember the last live stream we did? The guy, um, uh, Gilmore, that came, Chief Gilmore. Yeah. The chef dude. I told you that, that he's like the vice. In the White House. House. Yeah. He had a pimped out go pad. He had that like huge like pigtail exhaust off the back of it. He had a sweet go pad actually growing up. Oh, growing up. <laughs> yeah, when yeah, we were, when we were in, like it, that was that had been like before high school actually. So we uh, actually my my mom bought me the first one. I had to I had to wrestle for a year because I was I was done with wrestling. I was ready to quit. So she gave me an incentive. She was like, "All right, I'm gonna buy you a go pad. You wrestle." Better believe I wrestled that year, right? <laughs> so I took the go-ped, though, and uh, no, we had a monkey bike. You, you remember when those little small monkey bikes came out? They were, like, probably two feet tall. Well, anyways, I had one of those, and then I had a motorized chain-driven scooter. And in the middle, they had a little uh, a joint that combined the, the handlebars, and the one from the mini bike and the one from the chain-driven scooter was the exact same size so i took it apart and i put the front end of the monkey bike and the back end of the motor together (laughs) and i had a throttle that the throttle cable in my hand because the throttle was broke Mm -hmm. and that was my mini bike man rode that thing around it was dangerous because it was collapsible (laughs) like because i didn't know how to combine them (laughs) it was dope though my buddy eugene he wrecked it and uh skinned his leg up one day i just laughed damn we're that's yeah, how we were. Young. I can't wait till my son, like probably like two, two, two or three more years, probably like two more years. I'm gonna start like getting him into that, like mini bikes and stuff like that. I can't wait to just tinker around. I want to get him one of those little, even like uh, actually my my buddy Ryan, the real estate kid, he had um for a while it was like a fad. It was like after the moped fad, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, to buy the little Honda fifties, the little mini dirt bikes, yeah, and people used to like trick those out. For like adults, and it would be like so weird looking. Cause you're on like this. It was like a mini bike, essentially, but it was an actual dirt bike. So in uh in Jack's Beach, they they fix up these scooters, these mopeds, and they're like uh they're tough looking. They're kind of like a Street Fighter moped, if you will. And what they do is they'll stretch them out, so they'll put like a a stretch fender on the back end of it, so the tire is sticking out like you know five feet, three feet, something like that in the back. Put chrome rims on it. They do a lot of cool stuff with it, but um, I think you can probably still get a 
they ride it like on the streets and stuff. Yeah, it's so I know um, like Georgia, I'm sure Florida is the same way. As long as it's like over 50 cc's, you can like drive it on the road legally. Yeah, up, yeah. up north, no fucking way. The SWAT team would like fucking rope down from a helicopter and fucking shoot you. <laughs> yeah, take you out, clean yeah. clean you up real quick. Even uh, like go karts. Like my mom was in South Jersey, which is um, it's literally like if there's not a house, it's just woods. It's like woods house, woods house, or like farmland. Super country in South Jersey. So we had we had we had like six go karts growing up, and um, for years we would just go out in the backyard, like or out the back gate into just miles and miles of woods. Like me and my brother used to just disappear for like a weekend. We'd take our two go karts, load up with like gas and a tent and some food, and we'd just disappear for the weekend. See ya. Um, but uh, it, like. It got to a point to where the people would like um, and there was like tons of trails out there, like for dirt bikes, ATVs, stuff like that that people like made. But people started like putting like fucking like lines across the trails and shit, and some dude got decapitated. Cause people thought like it was fucking funny to like put shit like, you know what I'm saying? So they made it like illegal to like ride in the woods. And this was like while when I was in high school this happened. Jesus. And it got so bad like, they're like cracking down so bad. My stepdad actually got nailed. Um, they would set a female cop like in like undercover on like the side of a trail, pretending that like her quad broke down. And then you know my stepdad, he's a he's a very stand up guy. You know he like stopped to like help her, and then all of a sudden like three other like male cops come out from behind trees to like crack down because like you weren't supposed to be driving like your go kart out in the woods, and they like arrested him like impound the golf the go kart. Like it got like super. That's crazy. They had an ATV sting. Yeah. <laughs> using the same tactics as a prostitution sting. Yeah. So, like, they, they, there's... You can't do anything fun in New Jersey anymore. Yeah. That's tough, man. But it's because, you know, a few people ruined it. Like I said, one dude was just ripping down a trail on his fucking dirt bike and hit whatever the hell these dumb kids put across the, the trail. He fucking got decapitated. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. He must have been zooming. We had the dirt bike. We fucking fly on those yeah, things. You can only go on like forty. <clears throat> I saw that in a movie. That was in um, the Counselor. Never heard of it. Ah, good movie. It's got uh, I think Brad Pitt's in it, and then it's also got uh, oh, what's her name? What's her name? Can't think of her name right now. Good movie. Check it out. What was it about? Um, it was about a lawyer. And uh, he got caught up with some the cartel or something like that, and they're chasing after him because he he didn't want to work with him anymore. Mm. And there's a lot of killing involved. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. That's all I know about part of that song. Um. So. Uh. Yeah, man. So big news. Um. Did you see that they increased the map quotas for the navy? I did, man. That's good. I'm fucking tired of the, the way advancement exams are. Or the no. way advancement is in general. Numbers are up, man. They're trying to trying to bring these people up. They say it's like uh, up to 20% of advancements. Oh, Mike Morgan. Um, so now they're doing it in two, They're doing it to match the seasons of the advancement exam. You saw that? Right. So there's, be, right, there's right. two map seasons. There's like March to April and then like September to October or something. It's, it's to match the advancement cycles. Right. And then uh, they said it's going to be like up to 20% of advancements Navy-wide are going to be through the MAP program. 
20% of advancements. Mm-hmm. Jesus. It's time to get Matt. Yeah. When are they going to? It starts this year. It starts this March. Next month it starts. That's wild, man. I re- Good I pull, for them. I pulled the instruction up. It is, man. With the way that we do advancements, not a fan. Not a fan. Because it doesn't reward. Taking the test. Yeah, it doesn't always reward the right sailor. Yeah. That is strange because they want you to. You do a lot of things as a sailor. You don't really just do your job. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, or based on your. eval, but then it all comes down to a test, essentially. Or like based on your platform. Like for like, for instance, like when, back when I was a radio man, a lot of our equipment was platform specific. I'm sure it's the same thing. Well, I guess maybe not for you, but for other rates, like depending if you're. Depending on what class of submarine you are or depending on what class of ship you are is based on what equipment that you're going to use. So, like, if I'm only familiar with fast-tack submarine stuff, but the advanced exam, half the questions are ballistic ballistic missile submarines. Like, how is that fair? Or even in Corman now, there's 33 NECs in the Corman rate, and, like, more than half of those NECs, the schools are over two years long, like, for, like, lab tech... Like, a lot of the NECs, you come out of your C school with an associate's degree. Right. But, uh, like, that's on my advancement exam. Like, how is, that, how, how is that fair? Yeah, they're going to change a lot. It's going to be interesting to see the sailor 2025 do. And also, so they're supposed to increase the uh, the Navy by 20,000 people, I believe. Oh, this year? Or uh, is it, like, projected by, out? By 2025, I believe. Oh, okay. Don't quote me on that. But... That's what I heard. And so, man, you start mapping people, which is great, because then you're going to get more people coming in below, mm-hmm. which would be nice. So, what do you think that's going to do to, um, like, quotas and stuff? Well, I guess that's going to have. So, there has to be a quota in order for you to get right, mapped. I feel like they're going to have to recalculate the way that quotas are made because of cause more people are going to be advanced. Because they, they can't project. With quotas, they, they can. Predict who's going to get advanced. Predict how many people are going to get advanced. With map, they don't know what rates the CO is going to map. You know what I mean? Yeah. See what you're saying. So how I are mean, you going to... I mean, I doubt. You know. Well, going back to what I said, do you have to, there has to be a quota for it. I think it's just going to affect the next one. You oh, would yeah. literally, for it to affect a rate, you would literally have to... I feel like you would have to max out each rate. As far as what? I don't, I don't know. That's strange. That doesn't make make sense to me. I don't know. Especially how with as big of a number as twenty percent of all advancements is going to be through the map. That's huge. That's a big number. I want to get mapped. Me too. Go to map me. E seven. My buddy got fucking mapped. He got mapped to E five, and then the the last instruction with map, it takes away the time and rate requirements. He got mapped to E six like a year later. He got mapped twice in a row. Yeah. Dude's never taken an advancement exam except for E4. Boy's a superstar. He's a uh, he's the first lieutenant on the submarine, which is way different than how service fleet does it. But first lieutenant on a submarine is just like an E6. Oh yeah, I know nothing about and that. And you're you're just the LPO of the deck department. Nice. I got you. But it's it used to suck because it takes you out of rate. Because you don't do anything like he's an FT1. He's a fire. Control technician. He shoots tomahawks, but as a first lieutenant, all he does is deck stuff. So it takes you out of rate. So it used to, it used to really suck to be part of deck department. He's enlisted and he's mm-hmm. a first lieutenant. Yeah, like I said, we it's not it's not an officer thing. Yeah, 
That'd be dope, though. Yeah. I'd be fine with that. Take me out of my rate. Unless we don't have a lot of... It's pretty much painting the boat and, like, taking care of the uh, the cleats. <laughs> it's, like, all you really do. <laughs> yeah, because the rest of it's underwater. Yeah. Because ours are pretty cool. Ours, like, fold into the boat. It's actually really cool. And, like, they, like, flip out. The, uh, the... The cleats. Or whatever you want to call them. Yeah, cleats, right? And then the bullets mm-hmm. are the ones on the pier. A cleat's smaller. Yeah, that, that's all we have. We don't have, like, the, the bullets. The taller things. Oh, gotcha. We have cleats. But gotcha. they, they rotate into the boat. Question my Eastwas here. <laughs> I don't remember what to call them. They're, they're cleats. I know for a fact they're cleats. The cleats are... No, it's not a bit. No. Bits bollard. Are the... Yeah, bollard. That's, those are the tall that you tie the lines to on, on the, the pier. pier usually, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, God. I'm about to lose my Eastwas. <laughs> they're going to strip it. Take it away. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's huge, man. I'm, I'm excited about that because it's... We're the only uh, branch, that's the word I'm looking for, that was, that was deep. That uh, advanced the way that we do. I hate it, honestly. I don't like it. That's because it doesn't... How, can, how should I say this? Like, first of all, we're the only branch that doesn't consider an E4 an NCO. Every other branch, branch E4 is an NCO. Our NCO tech doesn't start till E5. Right. Like, an E4, like, in the Marines is, like, an E6 in the Navy. Just because of the way, how hard it is to advance. And, like, it, E4 work ethic in the Marines is, like, an E5. But you get the respect of an E6. If that makes sense. A little confusing. But, it, you're, like... Yeah, it does make sense. You know what I mean? Like... E4 will, the Marines will put people at parade rest and scream in their face. And it's like the easy day. A bit badass. I want to see an E4 like that. We need more of them. Yeah. I want to see an E5 like that. But, I mean, we won't do that in the Navy. We're too soft. Yeah. I, I, I forget who I was talking to, but I feel like the, the reason the Navy is the way it is is because we we haven't been tested on, since World War Two. The Navy hasn't. We haven't been relevant since World War Two. Well, we've been relevant, but we haven't been tested since World War Two. Mm. The no, Taliban hasn't had a navy. ISIS doesn't have a navy. Yeah, I don't know. Granted, it's it's like a a presence game that we're playing, but we've we're not. Depends on where you're at. The Marines, Army. What are you talking about? You're talking about on a sub. You're talking about on a carrier, destroyer. I'm saying in general, we haven't had a naval battle since World War II. I think things get pretty real on carriers. A lot. Yeah, but look at how they're off the coast. They're so far away. Yeah. And they're bombing the land. I'm sure the Army has their their fair share of uh, jacknets. I mean, I'm sure they do, but I I just feel like they've been at war for the past 17 years now, the Marines and the Army. Boots on the ground. Right. Well, could be. Not sure. But you got to think there was a, a desert storm, too. I mean, that wasn't too far away where the Navy was involved. I mean, we're involved in Iraq and Afghanistan, but again, we're miles off the coast shooting tomahawks into the... We're far, far away from... I mean, we're not getting battleship on battleship battles. <laughs> like we, I don't think you're ever going to see that. 
Not well, for yeah. not now. Technology is too good. I'm saying that's just. I feel like that's how we got to where we're at as a branch. Is because we haven't had anything serious. My division is full of badasses. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. Moving on. Who <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kill? Like Syria, like we're not fucking badasses. <laughs> we put warheads on foreheads, buddy. <laughs> exactly. Warheads, not not rifle scopes. Well, duh. Obviously, I would have joined the army if that's what we were trying to do. But or the Mahrins. I'm gonna make another drink here, live on camera. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, buddy. It's mixing it up. Yo, so why are we pouring these drinks? So we got the live feed going, but um, man. All right, question for you. Hit me. Let's see. I'm gonna dig deep here. Dig deep. Mix it up a little bit. All right. So, if you could get stuck on an elevator with anybody, who would it be? Ooh. Uh, you, baby, of course. <laughs> that was sweet. <laughs> um. Can you- can I get some whiskey with my eyes? Who would I? Oh, that was all Coke? You hadn't put whiskey in yet. What? No, I didn't. Um, I don't know. Let's see here. Uh, if I could be stuck in an elevator with anyone, who would it be? Man, I'm obsessed with... It would either be... I'm such a fucking nerd. It would, it would either be um, Thomas Jefferson or John Adams. Uh, actually, both of them. Well, they would be dead. Thomas Je- Oh, shit. You would be stuck with a bag, of, a bag of bones. Um. All right, so a living person? Yeah, obviously. You said anyone. You want to be stuck in a fucking elevator with a, a bunch of decaying skin? <laughs> uh, it would be... Um... You can stick with your first answer. John Adams? All right, well, my dead person would be... John Adams or Thomas Jefferson. A live person would be Marcus Luttrell or um, fuck, or the dude that killed Osama. I forgot his name. I'm drawing a huge blank right now. Oh my god! Oh, seal. I don't know his name either. He was just on Marcus Luttrell's podcast. One of them two. Nice. That's that's the that's probably the biggest thing. Because 9-11 is already in our textbooks. My niece, who's in high school, like, is learning about 9-11. Right. So, like, the killing of Osama in at least U.S. history is going to be... In the textbook. Like, the, the death of Hitler. It's going to be our death of Hitler. You know what I mean? So, I just want to know firsthand account what that was like to put two bullets in that fucker. Yeah, that would be dope. You think he, he knew it was hap- going to happen? I feel like he might have woke up one day, and that would have been the mission that they. they it's really were. cool. Like, I mean, he's—I don't know how, but he's like super public about it. Like, he's like, he's in like the the Team Never Quit podcast. I had you listen to. I don't know if you remember. It's with Marcus Luttrell and the Frogman. Um, the Frogman was actually in the same buds class as the guy that killed Osama, and they always talk about like stories from buds and stuff together. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he gets a lot of shit for telling that story. They do, but they actually touch on that um, slightly. Uh, even like Joe Rogan talks to Jocko about it, Jocko Willink. 
Jocko, what a name. Who spent 12 years as an enlisted 12 years as an enlisted SEAL and then uh did the rest of his career as a as an officer SEAL. He was the SEAL team commander in Ramadi in Iraq. Um it's just a different they talked about when they came up in in buds or like early on in the SEAL teams how you know, they learn from like the Vietnam vets about they don't talk about what you do. But, you know, they just say it's kind of like, it's just the day and age. Like, you can't, if they don't say it, it's someone else's, you know what I mean? So they might as well just have it. They want the information to come from the horse's mouth kind of thing, you know what I mean? So. Oh, I got you. They want to hear the truth. And they always, you know, they, like Marcus Luttrell, for instance, you know, he he does it for the the people that, I mean, he was the only one that made it alive out of that. Um, You know, the, the movie Lone Survivor is based, uh, based on his situation. Mark Wahlberg played Marcus the Trail in the movie. So, but, I mean, they fucking deserve it. Who gives a shit if they make money and are famous off of it? They deserve it. I think they deserve more than the fucking Kardashians. <laughs> well, yeah, I can't argue with you there for the Kardashian part, but, I mean, they don't do it for the, the fame and the glory. No, nah, they don't. Even, like, the it's dudes from, like- uh, the guys from the whole Benghazi thing, that guy's out there, like, you know, telling a story and stuff like that. Yeah. Same kind of thing. Yeah, as long as you aren't giving up secrets, man, then you kind of oh, yeah. you put other people at risk. Yeah. So that that would be the only thing. Because he. That's, I, sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> I was like, I think he's the only person from. I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on his fucking name right now, but. I mean, it, you know, I'm sure there was more than just him there that night, but he's the only one that you really know about. The guy that shot Osama, you know what I mean? And, you know, fucking, again, rightfully so, man. Like, that was huge. That was the guy that we were after. Robert O'Neill. Robert O'Neill, that's it. There we go. That was, uh, Osama was the guy that we were after. That's why everything started, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I think yeah. I think we have a right to know who fucking shot that bastard in the face. Dope. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. So. Man. <laughs> we just went deep there. Yeah, we did. Real, real heavy, heavy, real heavy, heavy on the military. Um, speaking of heroes, did you see they um going even going even deeper right now? They uh post, post I forgot the wording post mortally advanced. Yes, that the uh the CT. the CT chief that uh, it's a senior chief. Yeah, two senior yeah advanced or two senior chief. Yep. Uh. Syria, right? I think she she they got hit by an ID or some some sort of explosion or something. Um, that's cool though. You know, it's kind of hmm. How can I say this without being fucking rude? Um, yeah, don't, be a, don't be a dick. I'm not. No, I mean, I'm just kidding. I know you're not. Hmm. You feel like it doesn't do much to. Advance them afterwards. I mean, I don't. I mean, it's, I'm sure it's good for the. I'm sure it affects the benefits or something. Maybe in some kind of kind of way. So I'm, I mean, I'm I'm glad it happens in that aspect. I'm not sure if that, depending on the rank, if it. I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, the wrong one here. Um, but I don't know. Because like in, uh, in the height of the war, not every. E three fucking marine or you know that got killed. Not all of them got advanced. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of a I don't know. 
but now that we're not in a time of war, things like that, like it's kind of a one-off kind of thing nowadays. Like I guess it's the right thing to do, but I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's I do just, know what you're saying. You feel it's like just, it's just kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know much about it, but it feels like others could have been advanced as well. Yeah, you know, instead of just the one. Well, like I said, I, I'm not. I'm not too familiar with it. I'm sure there's some. Oh my gosh, Alexa's fucking. <laughs> Alexa just scared the shit out of us. Creeping. Why she do that? I don't know why. How she hears stuff. She's your Alexa, not mine. Yeah. Get the pistol. Up. Chief Reagan just texted me. He said, "Where is my shout out, fucker?" What's up, Chief Reagan? I guess he's probably talking in the chat. <laughs> so we're towards the end of the podcast. We're gonna we're gonna switch to the uh, switch to the chat. We still got people joining shit. To the chat. To the chat. To the t- to the. I'm yeah. Saying. So hang tight. Yeah. So this is the first one that we actually uh, we filmed. Yeah. Video so we're, and we're, a podcast. We're filming. We're live streaming. We're recording. We're professionals. That's what happened? Just in time I don't know for. I guys see, but there's a lot going on right now. Heavy. Man, so do we want to go to? I think we should. I think we should uh, go to the live chat. I see the the feed over here is scrolling. It's scrolling up and down, up and down. We talked about nothing. Nasty, I see a really. lot of like capitalized things here. Yeah, you're right. Heavy, heavy in the chat. But um, yeah. Do you want to close up? It's been an hour, hour and fifteen. Let's do it. Close so up the podcast. Let's switch over. Let's see what, what's go, going uh, on in the live chat. Go. Darken ship, as your uh, your pops would say. Darken ship. <laughs> what did I say last Show week? No, no white uh, lights, top side. No further entries. Yeah. No further entries. <laughs> did you say that? Yeah. No. Yeah. Further last week. No further entries. So uh, yeah. So you want to close the podcast out before we switch over? Absolutely. All right. We talked about absolutely nothing. Navy. This podcast sounds pretty good. Current events, right. nothing. No current events, no nothing. No, we definitely talked Navy on this. So you said we didn't. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess we did. It, that's all we talked about. The first thirty minutes, I talked about paintball. Oh yeah, that's true. And then, <laughs> and then we drastically switched to uh, talking about Navy. Yeah. We can close it out. Um, I got no current events. Honestly, you are the worst. All right. Are we going to have a guest next week? We got a lot of people uh, biting at the bit or uh, uh, munching at the the chip. How's that saying go? Biting at the bit? That's it. (laughs) I don't know where you got munching at the chip from. We got a bunch of people. People heavy into wanting to be on the freaking chat or on the podcast. But, um, all right, yeah, we'll close this out. Episode 17 of the Midwatch Appreciate you guys for checking us out. We uh, honestly, we spent like six hours setting up all the new gear and, and trying to figure out some some technology stuff. Uh, so we kind of got a little burnt out before this episode. <laughs> um, yeah, we did. But uh, next week, I think we'll be back with a guest. We have a couple of people who really want to get on. Um, actually, shit. If we're gonna do one next week, we have to do it during the weekend. That's right. At the barracks, maybe. Maybe we'll do I'm one. I'm gonna be skiing in the Swiss Alps. Maybe week. um, and I'll be home. Are you working out every day next week? 
lifting weights? Yeah. Uh, I'm going on leave on Friday. How about like Thursday, Thursday night? Thursday night. If you really want to work out, maybe just work out Singing River, then come to the barracks, and we'll do uh, we'll do one of the people there. Lit. Cool. Bet Still money. to be determined who though. We no got, disclosures. I got yeah. I got like one or two people that I think we could do there. And I guarantee you, it'd be like a bunch of people come down and jump on the mic. That'd probably be a fun podcast. That would be fun. All right, so yeah, probably Thursday we'll do another one, another live stream, um, uh, another another podcast in general, episode eighteen. Um, so again, thank you guys Jeffrey for joining. Thank you guys again for joining us um, on the podcast. Again, if you want to support us, many ways you can go ahead, go to PayPal.me forward slash the Midwatch. Donate as less as little as one penny. Or as much as a million, whatever you feel is right. Um, and then after that, uh, if you don't want to just donate us random money, you can go to bzgear.net and uh, pick up some of your favorite Bravo Zulu apparel. And that also supports the podcast. Appreciate your guys' continued support. Uh, again, a lot of the gear that we were able to pick up today was because of your guys' um, contributions. And we highly, highly appreciate that. Right, Brandon? Absolutely. Um, and again, thank you for checking in with us. And uh, until next time, no further entries. Hey, no, no, no.